hello. This is Justin and Tyler from Classic Vinyl Podcast. Yep, this is Classic Vinyl's Singles. How about that? I guess. Definitely a special episode, yeah. right? Other podcasts, they got their short episodes where they do like oh, just a little bite or a snippet, and that, that's what we want to do here. Certainly with the Beatles being my favorite band of all time. And today, they've obviously released a new single, probably the last one that will feature all four Beatles on it, unless it's something that's already been recorded. But we thought we'd record a quick, short episode and give everyone our thoughts on the new single now and then. Yeah, excellent single. And if there's going to be a debut of our, I don't know if we'll ever get Classic Mile singles going, but if there's going to be a debut, it, it should be this one. Well, and we are Classic Vinyl, and so I want to preface this by saying I did order the single of Now and Then on vinyl. So it is a vinyl. Now, of course, we didn't listen to it on vinyl today because it's not out yet. It's not out yet. So (laughs) made it kind of tough, but we certainly want to review it. Now, to give a little history about Now and Then, this is a song that was a John Lennon demo from 1977. Basically just recorded on a home tape recorder. And I have heard the demo version, which is basically John and his piano, and it is a little bit different than the finalized version by quite a ways. Um, But it was definitely kind of far away sounding and muddy sounding. Anybody that knows their history of the Beatles, in 1995, when they released the anthology, they did some songs of John's, and they did release Free as a Bird and Real Love, and they were working on Now and Then. It just didn't work out. They couldn't get the track mixed away from the piano and it just was too too much background noise and yeah. things like that the, the piano just wasn't as refined and a, a home tape recorder i mean this is like a cassette tape this isn't like a, a refined home studio this is real this is just real gritty john lennon sitting there with a tape recorder on his piano playing the song and i would suggest to anyone if you haven't already i'm sure you have if you're a beatles fan but go check out the beatles youtube channel and watch the little 12 minute mini doc documentary it's yeah. quite telling about this song and it's it's quite interesting but we'll get into a little bit about it and mm-hmm. one thing that's kind of interesting is from everything i've read george harrison hated this song at the time and <laughs> thought it was junk and you know threw a fit and said i hope everybody puts my shitty songs i never released together when i'm dead and gone too but <laughs> that's such a george harrison yeah he was kind of in a attitude type of way yeah. during the anthology sessions he he didn't look too good during the anthology sessions he looked pretty rough yeah and of course we're only going off bits of video and things yeah. like that but and i'm a very superficial person i'm just going off of what he looked like <laughs> but they did work on the song now and then at the time and it, it just didn't make the cut for whatever reason you know in the mini documentary paul says it didn't make the cut they kind of ran out of steam ran out of time yeah. whatever but it did not make it and here we are you know almost 30 years later yeah i believe paul and ringo added the contributions and got this recorded last year i don't know when it was finished up but it's an interesting song we just listened to it twice i listened to it a bunch of times this morning i'm sure you did and your initial <laughs> reaction was kind of funny because your initial reaction was mine for the first hour I burst this into tears you know, there's a, there is, I shouldn't say a lot, but there is some controversy surrounding this is because uh. a lot of people don't think you should use AI. And I would tend to agree, don't use AI to create a John Lennon voice or yeah. a John Lennon guitar part or mm-hmm. a Paul bass part. But all they used AI for on this was to separate John Lennon's vocal. This is John yeah. Lennon's real vocal on this. Yeah. Are you going to get into that uh, that technology? The technology was created by Peter Jackson when they were 
doing the docu- the Get Back documentary for Disney. Basically to go in there and separate tracks, you know, and make mm-hmm. all that footage he's got separate out the talking and the guitars and things. And so it was an actual documentary that you can hear. They basically use that to separate John Lennon's vocal from the piano part on this. They taught a computer how to single out who's speaking in the room and what instruments are being played to differentiate between is John Lennon speaking, Paul McCartney, George Harrison, Ringo Starr, who's speaking and what instruments are being played. Let's cut the drums over to this track. We'll cut the bass over to that track, the lead guitar to here and the piano over there. It like such amazing technology and we have it today. We really take it for granted. I think how, um, how huge of steps we've made with technology. I think one thing Paul McCartney hit on in the mini documentary, if you watch it is that the Beatles, even in their heyday wanted to partake of the best technology of the time. And they're still interested in that. And I think that's great that we can get songs like this. If you don't agree, then don't listen to it. That's fine. But Mm -hmm. For me, a huge Beatles fan, this is a special moment. And there's a lot of famous tapes the Beatles have out there, like the Star Tapes and Carnival of Light and different things that AI could really help with. I don't want to see artificial intelligence recreate Paul, John, George, or Ringo, any of their instruments, any of their voices. But if they can separate, you know, when you've got the Star Tapes, for example, if they can separate all the background noise and the hiss, tape hiss and things like that and pull out tracks... So we can actually hear it how it is. I think that's absolutely amazing. Yeah. You know, for me, it doesn't get any better. I mean, I'm not going to hear any new Beatles songs. This is it. Yeah. This is the one and only that, I mean, even if they were to dig up some long forgotten John Lennon tape, George Harrison's gone. Ringo and and Paul, they're in their 80s. They don't have much time left themselves, I'm sure. Well, and that's what's so special about it. And, you know, you do have all the Beatles on this, obviously, because it's John Lennon's song. You've pulled his vocal out. Paul plays guitar parts. He plays piano. He sings back up to John on this. You've got George's guitar parts that he recorded in 95 on this. Ringo's put the drums on it. So there's a lot of pieces of this, and they brought in Symphony 2, which I really enjoy on this song. It fits Mm -hmm. it really well. Yeah. And I think this kind of epitomizes what the Beatles were all about working together because I love John Lennon's music. I love mm-hmm. Paul McCartney's music. I even like some of George's and Ringo's solo music. Sure. But together, to me, it's something special. And yeah. to see this now, 30 years after the last Beatles reunion, yeah. and, you know, here, I mean, this is really significant. It's a major moment. Yeah, and one thing about the single is kind of interesting. It's supposedly their last single that will ever be recorded with all four Beatles. And it actually has their first single, Love Me Do, on the B-side. The funny thing about that is it is the 1962 version that you find on the Anthology 1 album. It's actually got Ringo drumming in it. But there's three different versions, and they did choose to feature this version with Ringo on it. Good. Which is really interesting. (laughs) So let's get to talking about the song. What? What are your thoughts on this song? Boy, I I think that my thoughts on this song is that this is just the pinnacle of uh, Beatles artwork. This is the the best John Lennon I've heard. This is uh, in John Lennon writing that I've heard. Um, This is the, I mean, shoot, Paul McCartney has been practicing at this for over 50 years now, or, you know, almost, uh, probably closer to 65, 65 years. Yeah. Yeah. So 
you're getting like all of that knowledge and experience and practice uh, from Paul into this. I mean, it's just so golden what Paul's done. And George Harrison, with his um, electric guitar work, he may not have been a fan of this, but you get some really good George Harrison work in this too. And then what really stood out for me is Ringo Starr as a drummer. You know, the drummer's in most bands, he's the guy that keeps the beat, right? He's such a solid rock in this. And then, like even the drums just make me emotional because of how beautiful it is. And then you add all the other stuff, the strings, the symphony, and and uh, all of it. <laughs> it's just, this is a beautiful, beautiful piece of work. Th- this would be, have been number one single. It's, it's already a number one now. Uh, and it's been out for less than 24 hours. This would be a number one, regardless of whether it, of when they released it. What did you think about the song, Justin? This is what I want to hear. Well, I had the same reaction you just did this morning. I mean, it, it made me weep. Yeah. And that comes from somebody that's a huge Beatles fan, you know, and I'm on the side of anything I can get from them now because we've talked about this through and through on episodes of what a, what a completist I am on oh, things. Yeah. But the reason I am is because I love the music. I mean, it, it's, yeah, there is some completist nature in me just to own physical product and have it all, but, mm-hmm. but I really love the music, and there's no exception with this one. First off, the John Lennon demo. I've heard it a number of times. I own it. But, and it's okay. You know, yeah. it, it really is okay. The vocals are haunting on it. Yeah. This is a very haunting song. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a very poignant song too now and then. And what I really point to in that when you listen to this is especially the parts where Paul sings a duet with John. It's not the same old Paul and John that you had in the 60s from the Beatles. It doesn't mix as well, but I think that's the beauty of it. I mean, the song is called Now and Then, and you've got Paul now, and you've got John from then. You've got Mm -hmm. an 81-year-old Paul singing duet with a 30 I would have been 37, I think, yeah. at the time, year old John Lennon. Mm-hmm. And you can hear Paul's older, deeper, kind of shaky voice, yeah. which, and I'm not criticizing it at all. I mean, he he sings like a 60 year, year yeah. old man, and he's an 80 year old man, 81 yeah. years old. But you know, it's, it's a voice that's rich with maturity and, uh, and knowledge and uh, wisdom. Yeah. And I, I love his voice. I love the way it's, the way it is nowadays and Mm. how it mixes with John's is to me, it's sad, haunting. It's poignant. Like I said, it just makes sense now and then, then Mm. and now, whatever you want to call it. And I just think it's absolutely beautiful song. I love the song. I've listened to it. Probably me and you just listened to it twice. Yeah. I listened to it. I think 12 times this morning. And I still want to track down Mark David Chapman and kick him in the nuts. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That isn't no shit. Uh-huh. But it's a sad song, but it's a pretty song. Now, George's guitar is retained on this, but the solos, slide guitar, are by mm-hmm. Paul in George's style. And he does say that in the mini documentary, yeah. that it was kind of an homage to George, mm-hmm. you know, to put his guitar slide style on here. And I think it fits in perfect. There isn't anything I don't like about this song. And I'm not just saying that as a huge Beatles fan. I've listened to it, what, now 14 times today. Yeah. And it just hits me because of the meaning behind it, but it's yeah. it's a pretty song too. It is, and it, it's a sad song, and 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 part of the sadness comes from because you know 
these yeah. guys are gone. Well, it lets you know that we really were robbed um, by a bullet back in 1980. Yeah, we were, and yeah. it's unfortunate. But as far as the AI controversy, I have no problem whatsoever them using AI in this method. Yeah. Because that means that much more music we can get. For and sure. if that's what we get out of it, then I'm happy. Yeah, this song, you know, you, I have to say, Justin, you have seen my entire Beatles education because you've been my teacher. And knowing as little as I do, I, if you, anybody that knows and loves the Beatles is going to be weeping like a baby listening to this because it's just so beautiful. It's so impactful and it brings back uh in fact um, paul mccartney said in the documentary it brought all the memories back yeah from from you know when we, they were a young band coming out of liverpool in germany and then you know making it big and then coming back to 30 years ago when they first tried to do the project and they got frustrated and you know george harrison threw up his hands and said give up we're not doing it i hate the song stupid but Boy, he really took it and he, he made something with it. Well, and what I really like about this song is, number one, none of these guys need money. This isn't for money. Yeah. This isn't a band from the 60s or 70s or 80s or whatever that are mm -hmm. just trying to make yeah. a cash grab because if there's anybody that doesn't need money, it's none of the Beatles. It's, it's not Sir Apple Paul Corp. McCartney, it's not right? <laughs> George Harrison's estate. It's not John Lennon's estate. Yeah. I think this was about putting something together for themselves. I yeah. really do. And for Beatle purists and Beatle fans. And, you know, there's a couple forums I follow, and there is the other side of this story where people don't like them doing this. They don't think it's a Beatles recording. And sure. I respect their opinion, I guess. Mm -hmm. Don't listen to it. Don't yeah. enjoy it. Whatever you want to say. Yeah. When they did this in 95 with Free as a Bird and Real Love, for the age of me, these are the three singles that have been released in my lifetime. Yeah. And if we can have more, I want more. I, there's a lot of songs recorded during the Get Back sessions that weren't released with the box set. I'd love to hear those. I know there's you know a lot of studio outtakes that probably weren't released, and I'll keep buying these sets over and over again. Yeah. So it may not be a cash grab, but it certainly works on me. And you're not the only customer. I'm shell out money for anything new Beatles. But you know what? Give now and then a listen. Give it a few listens. Yeah. Tell us what you think. Yeah. And, you know, make fun of me for crying like a baby because I'm still choked up about this. Well, I got all <laughs> mine out this morning. I should have had you listen to it this morning. So. Yeah. Oh, well, I was at work. But until next time, <laughs> that's our little special episode on the Beatles' newest release, Now and Then. Yeah. Send us an email at classicvinylpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. And let us know if you want to hear extra singles, little short episodes like this. But until next time, Justin and Tyler, see we'll you. see you later. Thank you so much for listening to Classic Vinyl Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Classic Vinyl Podcast for updates and also share us with your music-loving friends.